Awesome are you. Come on, somebody. Go ahead and bless him tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. It's all right to praise him for a little bit. It's all right to tell him how great he is. It's all right to magnify him tonight. I love you, Jesus. I exalt you above my problems. I exalt you above my sicknesses. I exalt you above my financial difficulty, oh Lord. You are so wonderful. You are so awesome, dear Lord. Oh, there is none other like you, Jesus. There is none other like you, Jesus. Holy and righteous are you, dear God. In that mighty name of Jesus. In that mighty name of Jesus. Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, turn with me to the book of First Samuel. Or Samuel chapter 18. For Samuel chapter 18, and beginning at verse number 7. And the women answered one another. As they played and said, Saul have slain his thousands, David his ten thousands. And Saul was wroth, and the sand displeased him. And he said, They have ascribed unto David ten thousands, and to me they have ascribed but thousands. And what can he have more? But the kingdom, and Saul lied David from that day and forward. And it came to pass on the morrow that the evil spirit from God came upon Saul, and he prophesied in the midst of the house. And David played with his hand, as at other times there was a javelin in Saul's hand. Saul cast the javelin. 
For he said, I will smite David even to the wall with it. David avoided out of his presence twice. And Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him and was departed from Saul. Therefore Saul removed him from him and made him his captain over a thousand. And he went out and came in before the people. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways. And the Lord was with him. And by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to preach on this simple thought, the wrong perception, the wrong perception. Mm -hmm. You can be seated tonight here in the house of the Lord. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. The word perception, um, it means to have insight. It means to have understanding. Um, It means uh, to have discernment about something. And you'll read throughout the Bible um, in many different occasions, uh, there were people that had uh, the wrong perception. How they perceived things was not right. It was not accurate. Um, They thought they understood, but they were missing it. Um, They were far off from it. And you'll read where uh, we talked Sunday morning about how that uh, when Nicodemus came to Jesus, how many believe that Jesus is not just some prophet? Right. Jesus is not just some teacher. Right. But Jesus is the mighty God in Christ. Yes. Amen. Yes. We believe that tonight. Yes. Are you clear on that tonight? Do you really got understanding about that tonight? Come on, can't nobody shake you about that tonight, can he? Can't no false prophet shake you on the fact that it caused you to believe that Jesus is the second person in the Trinity. I know there's no such thing. He is the mighty God in Christ. He is the almighty God manifest in flesh. You can be seated tonight. Glory. Thank you. There were many in Jesus' days that their perception was off. Uh, What they perceived him to be was they were not accurate. To the point where Jesus asked his disciples, he said, who do men say that I am? And he said, they told him, they said, well, some say that you're Jeremiah's. Some say that you are Isaiah's. Some say that you're John the Baptist. Some say that you're one of the prophets. And when it's all said and done, you're going to find out that Jesus wants to know who he is to you. Who do you say he is? And Peter piped up and he said, you know, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus had to let him know, you know, you didn't get this from textbooks. Flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you. You didn't get this from professors. You didn't get this from the psychologists. The only way you got this is that you got a revelation from the almighty God. Listen, I want to see it clearly tonight. I want to understand clearly tonight. And most importantly, I want to know who Jesus is. He's not just another prophet. He's 
is the almighty God. And I want to be rooted. I want to be grounded on that. I want to be unmovable and unshakable about that. I want to see it clearly, amen. I want the fog to be removed. I want the veil to be removed. And I want to bless Jesus Christ. I want to magnify him. I want to glorify him. You can be seated tonight. I want to have the right perception. I want to understand. Uh, And Nicodemus, he came and he said, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. Well, you know what? He got it wrong. He was more than just a teacher. He was standing in front of the almighty God in flesh. That's right. And you'll find out that Jesus wasted no time to give Nicodemus the truth. Listen, when we come into the house of the Lord, we, and we, we come into God's presence and the word goes forth. There should be no time that is wasted. We should get right to the point and let people know that you got to repent of your sins. You got to be born of the water and you got to be born of the spirit. Jesus didn't waste any time. He didn't beat around the bush. He didn't play any games. He told them, except you are born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. We got to understand that tonight. We got to know that there is no other way tonight. We got to know that it's only through Jesus. I understand that. I perceive that. I get that tonight. I want to be able to discern that. I want to understand. You can be seated tonight. Thank you. Because I'm going to tell you, when it comes down to salvation, how people understand salvation and how to receive salvation it is off Um, they are missing it they're missing the mark they're missing the bull's eye I'm going to tell you I don't want to offend tonight but you know what might not have another opportunity to let you know so we're going to let you know tonight we're not going to get into heaven by signing any cards. That's right. We're not going to get into heaven by some secret handshake. We're not going to get in heaven by who we know. Amen. Right. We ride nobody's coattail in heaven. You better get that understanding. You better perceive that tonight. And you better understand you got to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You got to pray for yourself. You got to open up this Bible and you got to turn these pages for yourself. I want to understand that tonight. I want to understand that Jesus is the only way that I'm going to make it in. Not based on relationships. Not based on who I know. It's based on Jesus. You can be seated tonight. Not going to make it into heaven by just believing and uttering words out of my mouth. In other words, saying I believe there's a little bit more that we're going to have to do. Because you'll find out that if we really believe, there will be actions that will be behind that. James said, faith without works is dead. It is dead. I want to put some works with my faith. And what that means, I'm not talking about works of the law. Listen, your good deeds 
are not going to get you into heaven. Right. Isaiah said our righteousness is as filthy rags. So we need to stop talking about all the things that we're doing and we need to talk about what Jesus is doing and how Jesus is the only way and how Jesus is the only way we're going to get in. I'm not going to get in by my good deeds. I'm going to have to repent of my sins and lay them down. I'm going to have to be baptized in the name of Jesus and receive the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Amen. Yeah, yeah. There is no other way. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. You try to get in any other way and you're a thief, you're a robber. That's it. It's not going to end up good for us. You can be seated tonight. A lot of people have a problem with understanding that. They, they miss it. They can't quite comprehend. Even though they see it in the scriptures. I never understood. You know, when I saw what the word says, when you are able to put your finger on it, you're able to read it for yourself. That should be enough. If we really believe in this book, and we really believe that it's the word of God, that should be enough for us. But you find out for some people that a lot of things keep them from understanding. Um, their, their tradition keeps them from understanding. Um, their, their Sunday fried chicken dinners keep them in their little positions that they hold, keep them from grabbing a hold of the word of God and perceiving what the word is saying. But you know what? I want heaven more than I do a position. I want heaven more than I want fuzzy feelings. I want heaven more than I do a Sunday dinner. I want to hear those words. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. I want to make it to heaven. I want to walk on streets of gold. I want to enter in the gates of pearls. I want to see walls of jasper. I want God to be pleased with me. Yeah. You can be seated tonight. Amen. It's important that we have understanding. It's important that we see it correctly. Because I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of things that will cause you not to see things correctly. And that will cause you to have the wrong perception about things. Right. It will cause you to see things wrongly. We read here in 1 Samuel chapter 18. We read about a king that has gone bad. His, his perception and how he is perceiving things, how he is seeing things, is completely out of whack. As he has confused who the real enemy is. Um, I need we need to understand who our enemy is tonight. Yes. Yeah. Because the Bible says Peter makes it very clear who our enemy is tonight. Uh, Peter makes it very clear that your adversary, the devil, the devil, is as a roaring lion, and that he walketh 
to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. I'm telling you, the devil wants to take us out. And that whatever the devil can use to disrupt things and cause our perception to be off and cause us to see things wrongly and not clearly. You know, the devil loves when we're at each other's throats. You know that, right? The devil loves when we're tearing each other apart. The devil loves when we're backbiting, when we're slanderizing, when when we're slinging mud. He loves when we're not praying and reading our Bibles. Right. But we're doing a whole lot of this. Yeah. He loves. Now, there's a lot of people that talk about praying, but ain't much praying going on. You know what? I want to learn how to close my mouth, and I want to learn how to keep my eyes on the Lord. I want to learn how to keep. Let me change that. Maybe I need to open up my mouth a little bit often. I need to direct my words to God. I need to learn how to pray. I need to learn how to pray and call upon the name of the Lord and ask God to help me. Help me to see it clearly. Hey, I got news for you. Not some of us need to pray. All of us need to pray. Not some of us need to repent. All of us need to repent and get our hearts right with God. It don't part of one and not the other. It's part of the whole. All of us need to call upon the name of the Lord. Yeah. We need to do a little bit less of this. Yep. You can be seated tonight. Yes, Lord. Do you understand that when you slanderize, when you murder, when you tear apart, you're no different than Cain, who killed his brother, who was so he allowed jealousy to get a hold of him and drive him to rage that he would rise up and slay his brother. Listen, I'm going to tell you, there's enough bloodshed that is going on in the church. How about we make it up in our mind that we're going to unite together? How about we make it up in our mind that we're going to walk in harmony? How about we make it up in our mind and realize who the real enemy is? I'm not your enemy. You're not my enemy. We all got one enemy in common, and that is the devil. Oh, it's about time the church wake up. It's about time the church start praying. It's about time the church fall on their knees and call upon the name of the Lord. Be seated tonight. You know, we all got to be getting together. We all need a fresh touch. Yeah. Of the Holy Ghost. I hope we believe that tonight. Yeah. You know, Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah, he said the whole hand is sick. The whole hand needs working on. Not just a part of the body. The whole body needs working on. We need God to help us to understand. We need God to help clear the fault that is causing us not to see clearly. I'm not your enemy. I can be seated tonight. Saul allowed something to get a hold of him. He was afraid 
of losing the kingdom. David, all David did was get engaged with the battle. All David did was go out and fight Goliath when nobody else would. All David did was stand up and go out and do what nobody else was willing to do. And God honored it. God brought victory. And so now, the women, they are, they are singing. They're talking about how David has slayed ten thousands. And Saul has slayed only thousands. And when he hears this, something inside of him, he begins to get angry. He begins to get mad. Infuriated. As he begins now to view David as an enemy. Now, I'll remind you, he had an enemy. There was the Philistines that were creeping up and getting closer and closer and closer. How many know that the devil doesn't stop? Each and every day, he's right. trying to get as close That's right. as he possibly can. Oh, yeah. You know what he wants? He wants the sheep. Yes. He wants the sheep. And Saul was missing that. As he is chasing David, he's running after David. He is throwing javelins at David as he thinks David is his enemy. And all the Philistines is doing is getting closer and closer and closer and closer. You know what? I want to perceive things clearly tonight. I want to know who's my enemy and I want to know who's not my enemy. I want to understand that there is an enemy that we all have and his name is Satan. It is the devil. And I need to make it up in my mind that I'm going to go and I'm going to tear the devil's kingdom down. I'm going to go and I'm going to teach somebody about the name of Jesus. I'm going to go and I'm going to teach a Bible study. I'm going to go and knock a door. It blows my mind that people they got so much to say they do so little they don't do nothing when it comes down to it why don't we close our mouths and why don't we fall on our knees why don't we get our hearts right with God why don't we see things clearly I'm not your enemy I'm not I'm not oh I see it very clearly tonight I see it very clearly tonight there ain't nothing wrong with my vision I know who my enemy is and I know be seated tonight thank you Where does it come from? James tell us where it comes from. As he was dealing with a group of people. Let me tell you something. When you understand yourself, when you understand your shortcomings, you understand that you need God's grace, you need God's mercy, just like everybody else do. See, here's the thing about us. We want mercy. We don't want to give mercy. Right. Somebody mess up, and we will keep our foot on their necks right. all day long. But when we fall, we want God's mercy, don't we? Yes, we do. We want his goodness. Oh, yeah. But we don't want to extend it to anybody else. 
But I'm going to tell you, if you can't extend it, I got news for you. You ain't going to get it. That's right. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. And I need God's mercy. Yes. And I want God's mercy. Yes. So I can't allow anything to come between us. The yes. church has allowed too much to come oh, between Lord. us far too long. And I promise you, you can be seated. That's why David said, I understand it now. That's why when God, after David messed up and he numbered the people, God gave him a couple options. God wanted him. God asked him, choose. You choose what your consequence is going to be. David said, it's better for me to fall in the hands of the Lord. Right. <laughs> because he knew with God there is mercy. I'm going to tell you, there are people, they are so unmerciful. There is no mercy. But we want God's mercy. We want it. I'm going to tell you, I need it. And I'm going to tell you something. If we don't learn how to forgive, God ain't going to forgive us. It's a sad thing to let petty things cause us to miss heaven. It's going to be a sad thing. That we allow petty things to cause us to lose out on streets of gold. It's going to be a sad thing that we are so concerned. In some places, they're so concerned about position that they'll step on whoever they got to step on. Let me tell you something. I'm not here for a position. It makes me no different. Listen, I said it before. I said it again. It makes me no difference whether phone is in my hand. I just want to make heaven. I just want to walk on streets of gold. I, I don't need the position. I need God. I need his mercy. I need his grace. I need the Holy Ghost. I need it. You can be seated. We waste valuable time. So valuable time. How many know that every day God gives you is valuable? Yeah, that's right. It's God given time. And we waste it on a bunch of nonsense. And James addressed the problem that was in the church. All of the course, all of the fighting. All the button of heads. All of these things. When it boiled down to it, the people, what they were desiring and what they wanted, it, it was in their hearts. It was not good things. And it was causing all kinds of tension. It was causing all kinds of chaos. Listen, I'm going to tell you, it's a good thing to have the right motives. Yeah. It's a good thing to have the right intentions. It's a good thing to have a pure heart. How many know that if our hearts are not pure, God is not hearing one thing. God is not answering it. God is not moving. God is not budging. I want my heart to be pure tonight. Hey, I want my motives to be pure tonight. I want my intentions to be right tonight. The only thing that I want is I want to see people come in and be baptized in the name of Jesus and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Who cares about money? Who cares about the house on the hill? Who cares about family? 
It's because I just want to see God's kingdom move forward. You can be seated now. I've got the Holy Ghost in here. Come on. Woo. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Thank God. And saw power. You know, the desire for power is not a good thing. It'll cause you to do some unethical things. It really will. And I'm going to tell you something. The power that people think they have, it's an illusion. There's only one that got all power. Right. There is only one that is all powerful. There's only one. Only one. And the power that I think I have or uh, that I need to get a hold of, it's all a facade. It's all an illusion. There is only one powerful. There is one, only one almighty. And his name is Jesus Christ. Yeah. And you know what? It's about time that we stop looking at one another as an enemy. It's about time that we fight the real enemy. Because you'll find out that when you spend time taking down one another, all the devil is doing is getting closer. And he's going to touch your family. He's going to touch your home. He's going to touch your children. He's going to touch your church. Why don't we make it up in our mind that is enough is enough? Why don't we make it up in our mind that from this night forward, we are going to link together on the arm. There ain't going to be any division. And we're going to see things clearly. I got an enemy, but it ain't my sister. It ain't my brother. It is the devil that is trying to come between us and tell apart our church. Why don't we see it clearly? Why don't we get some understanding tonight? We ain't enemies. We all got an enemy. And guess what? He wants to drag each and every one of us to hell. That's right. Hear that. That's so right. Let's remain standing tonight. We're not enemies. It's about time we it's about time we lay some things to rest. It's about time we bury the hatchet. It's about time. It's about time. Because I'm gonna tell you something. Here's the thing about it. As long as we are divided, hear this. As long it always blows my mind when I read the account of uh, the two that came into the temple. One was a Pharisee. And he wanted to run off the list about everything that he did right. right. And then there was one, the Bible says, this was the description that it gave of him, said he stood afar off. He wouldn't even come in, head down, beating his chest. And he had a clear understanding of who he was, what he was. And he stood there, understanding that I need God's mercy. Right. I've messed up. I've done it wrong. Right. And he wouldn't even come in. His head was down. You talk about humility. 
You talk about being broken. You talk about humble. You talk about knowing yourself. Huh. I wonder. I wonder if we would be so confident if God would begin to run off the list of all the things that we have become very good at keeping hidden. I wonder if we would be able to stand so confident and speak so freely towards one another. Oh, yeah, we should repent. Absolutely. That's right. I feel it tonight. That's right. Oh, yeah. We should come to the altar and we should ask God to forgive us from some ways and how we have been acting. Me, number one. This man knew himself. Do you know that kind of attitude? God is not pleased with that kind of attitude. That kind of spirit that, that I'm better than. We do know God is not pleased with that. Right. And Jesus made it very clear. Jesus said, let me tell you something. Come in here, boys. Let me help you to understand something. <laughs> the second guy. He went home more justified than the first. Yeah. And you'll read in the Bible where in the Old Testament where they had got to such a point. They got so lifted up. And the Lord said that they would act in ways that they would tell others, uh, stand far from me, that I'm more holier than thou. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said this is, in other words, it was a stench in the nose of the Lord. God wasn't pleased with it. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. And I put myself at the head of the list. We ain't as holy as we want to pretend, right. and that we want to put on, right. we want to make it seem. We all need to realize, we all need to see it clearly. We need to see ourselves clearly. Right. Get a good understanding. And we need God's mercy. Yes, we do. We need God's grace. Oh, yeah. We need it. Listen, in this heart is so wicked. What did Jeremiah say? The heart is desperately wicked. Who can understand it? Huh? You don't understand your own spouse's heart and what's there. Your children, your brother, your sister, the person you stand next to. Only God knows that. And I am convinced that we know how, we know how to cover it up real good. We know how to make it look real good, real good. But you know what happens? I'm nothing but a modern day hypocrite when I do that. Yep. Nothing more. I don't want to be able to tell people how to do things, and I'm not doing it myself. Right. I want to. Amen. 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 Is this not Bible tonight? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, we need to repent. Oh, yes, we do. We need a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. James said, you're you're leaping and you're rejoicing, you're laughing. You need to start mourning. You need to start weeping some tears. You need to start shedding some tears and asking God, forgive us. Forgive us for how we're acting. Forgive us for the fact that we're fighting one another and not fighting our real enemy. When we lose sight of that, 
no way we're going to win. No way. And here's the thing about it. If we can't get it together amongst ourselves, how do we expect new people to come in? When we don't have it together, our services are dry and dead. People don't get the Holy Ghost. I hope this is all right tonight. I hope we don't take issue with this. Come on now. When that happens, the Holy Ghost doesn't fall. (laughs) And you know what we do? Jesus got mad about it. We turn, we make the house of God into something other than what it's supposed to be. This ain't no social gathering tonight. I didn't come to see how good you look tonight. Oh, how good you think you look tonight. Yeah, I said it. I didn't come. I didn't come. I didn't come to rub shoulders. I didn't come to be in good with people. Listen, as long as I'm in good with him, everything is going to be all right. As long as I'm pleasing to him, everything is going to be all right. Let's lift up our hands. I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. If you think Well, I'm okay. I don't know what Brother Lewis is talking about. You're deceiving yourself. You're deceiving yourself. We all need to repent. Oh, they're so bad. I can't believe they're doing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How about we examine our own selves first? How about we put that magnifying glass on our own selves first? Huh? What did he say? How are you going to take the speck out of your brother's eye when there is a beam in your eye? How can you do that? Remove the beam out of your eye so that you can see clearly. And then you can remove the speck out of your brother's eye. Not until then. Oh, come on, somebody. Talk to him tonight. It's a good time to get your heart right with God. It's a good time to just Confess some faults unto the Lord. Oh, this is a good time to go ahead and just clear the air and ask God to take some things out of my heart. Take away bitterness, Lord. Take away malice, dear God. Take it out of my heart. Take away the ought that I have towards my brother or my sister. Take it out of my heart, God. Help us, Lord, to walk in unity. Help us, Lord, to walk in harmony. Help me not to look down my nose at everybody else. Help me to have the right spirit, the right attitude. Somebody lift up your voice. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Come on, don't be quiet tonight. Come on, don't be ashamed tonight. Come on. Come on, we know how to talk loud when it concerns everybody else. Come on, let's lift up our voice and let's talk to the Lord. Let's get our hearts right tonight. Come on, we need the Holy Ghost. People need the Holy Ghost. People need to be saved. But it only happens when the church is operating the way that God designed for it to operate. Help me to see it clearly, God. Help me to have understanding. Help me to perceive it right. Help me to stop looking at my wife as she's my enemy. Help me to stop looking at my husband like he's my enemy. Help me to stop looking at my brother and my sister as if they're my enemy. They're not my enemy. The real enemy is coming between us. 
Help me to understand that. Help me to understand he's like a roaring lion. He wants to devour. He wants to devour your marriage. He wants to devour your children. He wants to destroy our church. Come on, do I have some people tonight that got a made up mind? I'm going to lift up my voice and I'm going to plead. I'm going to plead unto the Lord on the behalf. Oh, come on, somebody talk to him. I really feel this tonight. I feel this in the spirit tonight. Come on, why are we trying to take out one another? Why don't we tear apart the devil's kingdom? Huh? Why don't we really engage in the right battle? Why don't we engage in the right battle? Come on. Paul said we wrestle not against flesh or blood. Come on. Oh, come on, somebody lift up. Talk to him. Talk to him. Lift up your voice tonight. Cry out to him tonight. I'm not your enemy. I'm not your enemy. I'm not your enemy. I'm your brother. We're in this thing together. We're in the same boat together. Come on. We all need God's mercy. We all need God's grace. We all need a renewing of the Holy Ghost. Not just some of us. All of us need to ask God, help me to see it clearly. Help me to be sincere. Help me to have the right motives. Help me to have the right intentions. I feel it tonight. There's somebody that thinks that you've closed, you've closed your ear a long time ago to this. And it's a sad thing. It's very sad. Somebody talk to him. This altar is open tonight. Come with your heart lifted with your hands. Calling upon the name of the Lord. Come on, why don't we just pray? Why don't we lay our hands on our brother and our sisters? All of us. Why don't we ask God to unite us? Come on. You got to get rid of that division. You got to get rid of that javelin. You got to throw that thing down and stop trying to take out one another. You got to get rid of that. And you got to fall on your knees. You got to fall on your face and ask God to help me to see it right. Help me to see it clearly. Come on, somebody. Talk to him. Why don't you pray for one another? Come on, let it come from the depth of your heart tonight. Oh, we need to weep. We need to weep. I believe in rejoicing. I believe in dancing. But not when things are not operating the way that it should. Not when we're not walking in harmony. Not when there is division between us. Not when there is out between us. What am I rejoicing about? What am I shouting about? It should grieve me. Oh, it should grieve me. That we act the way we act sometimes. Oh, come on. Let those tears flow. Don't hold them back. Let them flow. Pour out your heart unto God. Why don't you pray for that brother? Why don't you pray for that sister? Why don't you lay your hands on their shoulders and ask God, help me not to tear down, but help me to build up. Oh, Jesus. 
I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody. Talk to him. You're my brother, you're my sister, so take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us when we're walking side by side. As long as there is love, we will stay. You're my brother, you're my sister So take me by the hand Together we will work until he comes There's no foe that can defeat us When we're walking side by side As long as there is love we will stand. You're my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us when 